This is Preps Casey's Football Friday Night. Preps Casey's Football Friday Night is brought to you by Remax, Comcast Xfinity, Price Chopper, BeUnion.com, the Sports Medicine and Performance Center at the University of Kansas Health System, Dick Sporting Goods, and the Deepest Quali Moore Law Firm. Here's your host, Dion Clisso, and the coach, Harold Wamsgons. Week 11 of Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. Like the man said, I am your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Wamsgons. And coach, we've got the first week of the playoffs in the books, and uh, it's it's back to the old, you know, first week of what used to be the first week of the playoffs. So we've, we've eliminated about half the teams on both sides of the state line. And uh, a good week. We we pretty much saw everything go to form. Olathe South of Blue Valley North might be the only what you'd call upset, but Olathe South was the higher seed. So I don't know if that's an upset. Um, but no, pretty much exactly what I think we thought we'd see. And again, this week, we have several rematch games coming up this week. Yeah, you do. You get a lot of uh, rematch games and it's going to be interesting. Let's go ahead and give you a rundown of our show here in this first segment. We'll kind of recap last week's games on the Kansas side uh, and talk a little bit about uh, this week's Kansas games. We'll talk more about these all these games in depth as we go through the show. Our next segment, we're going to have Olathe Northwest coach Aaron Hafner and Baser Linwood coach Rod Stahlbomber. Olathe Northwest has got a rematch big three game with Olathe North and Baser Linwood has a rematch big, 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 big three game uh, with St. James Academy defending state champions. Some would say maybe the two best teams on the west side playing in the second round. Our third segment, we'll talk with Shawnee Mission Northwest coach Bo Black. He's got a Remax Big Three game with Olathe West and our own Adam Burns. He's going to be out at Baser Linwood and St. James. And then we'll close it out with GoPowerCat.com's Ryan Wallace as he takes – we'll talk with him about just about everything on the Kansas side. Uh, Our Missouri hour is the second hour. We'll talk with Summit Christian Academy coach Todd Burke. He's got a Remax Big Three game uh, with Center in the Class 3, District 7. And then also Cole Young will be out at that game. We'll talk with Ray Peck coach – Sean Martin, that's a uh, REMAX big three game, a district semifinal game at Lee Summit North. And then North Kansas City coach Leon Douglas, he's got a REMAX big three game, a district semif- class five district semifinal game at Platte County. And then close it out with our own Andy Meyer and our picks with the pros. Well, real quick, last week, coach, in 4A, things pretty much went to form. You know, the, the technically Bishop Miege is a lower seed. They got the win over Tong and Oxy. Close game. Tong and Oxy played them tough in that one. And they go to Chanute this week, coach. Uh, Bishop Miege does. Is, is the in their second round game? That's a good test for BH to go down and you know to play a tough Tongue and Oxy team. This is a different BH team than we've seen in the last few years. Yeah, it certainly is. And they're going to go, it's a pretty lengthy trip to go down in Southeast <laughs> Kansas and play Chanute, but Chanute's only lost one. Yeah, that'll be a, it'll be a good game. Also, Eudora at Atchison, hats off to Atchison. I thought that their record was a little pumped up by playing uh, a not very good schedule. Uh, they got a win last week over Fort Scott, 14 to six. Um, that's a good win for them. I think they're going to have their hands full <laughs> with Eudora, though. That's a pretty good football team, Coach. Eudora's a good football team, and they come out of a good conference. That Frontier League plays good football. It's going to be interesting. All right, 5A pretty much went to form. Uh, Mill Valley's playing Shawnee Heights. Uh, Mill Valley got an easy – not even played two quarters against Topeka Island Park before that game was ended. Shawnee Heights shuts out Sumner. Uh, that's a good win. Sumner's a solid football team, Coach. They sure are, and, and, and they proved that they could do some good things. Blue Valley Southwest ran away from Leavenworth. They may be playing the best football as anybody. St. Thomas Aquinas and Spring Hill, Coach. Uh, Spring Hill got the two seed, and now they get Aquinas in the second round. Uh, this is an interesting game. I, I think Aquinas has got more size, but Spring Hill had been playing really well. They've kind of sputtered down the stretch a little bit. And I think the two quarterbacks in this game are really interesting. I think it's, that's going to make it an interesting game. Yep. All right, 6A, we've got a bunch of games here. Uh, Olathe South, Blue Valley Northwest, good win for Olathe South last week. Coach uh, Craig Lewis is the player, as the coach of the week. 
And then we'll talk more about Blue Valley West and Olathe Northwest and Shawnee Mission Northwest, all his REMAX big three games. Hats off to Gardner Edgerton real quick before we break here, Coach. Goes to Dodge City, which is forever. Might as well be in another state. Uh, gets a 41-20 win. And, of course, Lawrence Free State and Lawrence both got wins on that West bracket. Pat on the back to the Sunflower League, right? That's a great three teams down there. Three teams down there. And, and Free State's got a Washburn Rule team uh, this week that's pretty good. And then Lawrence goes to Junction City. I like Lawrence and Junction City. Um, Gardner Edgerton gets Manhattan. That's going to be a tough task for them. But if they are able to compete in that one, that'll be a pretty good uh, run for them. Well, that's a quick look at these. We're going to talk more about all these games. Our intro in the playoffs is usually pretty short because we get going on things. When we come back, we're going to talk with the Latham Northwest coach, Aaron Hafner, and Baser Linwood coach, Rod Stahlbomber. Listen to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen, and I'm proud of my baseball career. I've been very fortunate to receive many accolades, including being named to the All-Star team three times. When you need to sell a home, you want the best. That's the REMAX agent. Real estate all-stars that put in the time, have the dedication, and hustle to take you from for sale to sold. That's REMAX. And don't worry, they've done this a million times. Start your search today with the REMAX app. Each office independently owned and operated. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. I'm attorney Mike DiBasquale. After a car wreck, the last thing you want to do is trust the insurance company. These insurance companies try to rip off good people every single day. My law firm won't let you get ripped off. We'll fight to get you all the money you deserve, and you don't pay us a dime unless we win your case. If you've been hurt, call me. I've got this. Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816-888-7500. Mike's got this. Points, cash, gear, sports. With a Dick Scorecard, you earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick Scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. Hi, Cheese fans. This is Clark Hunt. If you have an urgent orthopedic or sports injury, the University of Kansas Health System can see you quickly. They've added extended hours during the week and have a Saturday morning walk-in clinic. Your orthopedic and sports injuries deserve champion treatment from the experts who treat the Chiefs. Request an appointment at kansashealthsystem.com slash sportsmedicine. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. 
Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Walmsdons. And a program like this wouldn't be possible with a great partner like the McCarthy Auto Group. Every year they give $23,000 scholarships to the Greater Kansas City Football Coaches Association Scholar Athlete Program to help those students attend the school of their choice. They're also a founding partner of Preps KC, and they're a sponsor of the Riddell Insight Program, helping schools all across the metro get safer technology with Riddell Insight. Um, great story up there right now about Grain Valley and how they're using the analytics out of Insight to help their players get better. All right, let's go ahead and get back in the football and bring in a coach from one of our REMAX Big Three games, Aaron Hafner from Olathe Northwest. And, Coach, uh, welcome to the show. First time we had a chance to talk with you. And uh, you guys are having a fantastic season, your fourth year there. Um, It's kind of funny sometimes. It seems like that third and fourth year of a coach taking over a program, that's when things start to turn around. And definitely you guys have had a lot of success this year. you got Olathe North this week. You just played them a couple weeks ago. Um, It's one of the fun things about the playoff system, those quick turnarounds sometimes happen. What do you like about your team and and just how fun has it been to see these kids uh, break through, get some wins, and really have a successful season? Well, it's been great. You know, this group of seniors, um, they, they, they started with me as freshmen, you know, when I first arrived at Olathe Northwest and um, they won zero games as freshmen. Their freshman team were, you know, they were over. So, um, you know, to see them grow and develop in the weight room and, and the way they practice and the way they go about their business and um, just preparing for games is, is obviously a testament to um, winning six games this year, and you know that's that 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 ties the school record. So that's pretty cool for for those guys to um, accomplish that, and just a lot of their hard work is starting to pay off for them. And obviously, this week we have a very very tough challenge in Olathe North. Coach, how many seniors do you have in that group? We have twenty seven seniors. Um, I I think our we have more seniors now than we had freshmen. So you know we, we've grabbed a few kids along the way, and. Um, that, uh, that, that liked what we were doing in the weight room and, you know, playing other sports and grabbing baseball players and basketball players and different things that, that you know, weren't, weren't sure about football in the beginning. And um, our culture is really good. And, you know, anytime you have a lot of fun and, and you see big improvements and, um, you know, the kids can the kids are the only ones that can sell your program. Coaches can't do that. And so um, our kids have done a good job. And, and obviously we have a really tight-knit group. Well, uh, I, I was catching one of your webcasts and, and the kids who are doing the webcast are enthused. I mean, that's I mean, you could kind of see it all the way through. I mean, they, you know, they showed some of the of the student section and things like that. And, and it seems like it's it's really a, a great event for those kids. And um, that says a lot about what the kids have done on the field. Sure. I, I, I think it's kind of resonated throughout the school. And, um, you know, in, anytime you win football games and, and creating an, an excitement, it, it helps the whole school out. That's for sure. And, um, yeah, that, that, that was an interesting broadcast. I know exactly which one you're talking about. So, um, but, you know, and, and the fun thing is I have a lot of those kids in class, too, in weights and different things, and they, they play other sports. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's just there's an energy in this building right now that's just really fun to be around. You know, you saw our volleyball team got third in state and our soccer team made to the quarterfinals and lost a close one in overtime last night. So, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of really good things going on right now to Lathan Northwest. And, um, you know, I, I, I just think it's a testament to just everything that we're doing in the weight room as a, as an athletic department, um, what we're doing in the summer and, and, and the coaches that are buying into that. Coach, after nine weeks and being six and three, kind of give us your evaluation of your kicking game uh, all during the year. The kicking game is extremely important, as we all know, but especially it gets important at this time of year. Kind of give us your evaluation of where you guys are after nine weeks in terms of your kicking game. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been really good this year. We have a we have a young man that uh, CJ Elrich, who, um, who, who punts and kicks for us. He's also a soccer player. 
Um, we didn't have him last week because he had a soccer game. So, you know, it was one of those things that he actually showed up and kicked an extra point um, after he played a soccer game and won a, <laughs> won a game. And then showed next time I know he's standing with me on the sideline. And I said, all right, get out there. Let's go, you know. So, um, but he's done a tremendous job. I mean, he kicks the ball, you know, in, into the end zone, most kickoffs. And um, he, he's, he's, he's new to the sport and he, he just put a lot of time and effort into it. And, um, when he's out there, it makes a difference, you know, I mean, he's, he's obviously has a very strong leg and has a bright future kicking if that's what he wants to do. And, um, anytime you have a kicker and a punter that, uh, that can change the field position and, um, it, it sure does make a huge impact on the game, especially in the playoffs. Well, as you look at this Olathe North game, you guys just played him a couple weeks ago. Uh, what do you, what did you take out of that game? That you say, hey, we could fix this and this, or do better there. What, what's what's kind of a, be a big thing that you're looking to do this time that'll help you out and, and, and try and change that uh, outcome? Yeah, you, you know, this is in, in my four years, this is the seventh time we've played them, so that should tell you <laughs> something. So it, it seems like we play them last game of the year, and then uh, and then we we match up with them in the playoffs, and they've eliminated us the last three years. You know, so um, it, it's it's a tough matchup for. I mean, they're, they're obviously coached very well and um, their kids play extremely hard. I, I think the big thing that stands out with them is they're really fast and physical and, um, you know, they have really good players. So, um, you know, but it, I, I think our kids have a lot of confidence going into this Friday night. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, we, we were beginning of the fourth quarter um, a couple of weeks ago. We, we closed the gap to 21-13 after being down 21 nothing at half. And um, there's some confidence that comes with that, you know, and they scored they scored one um, really late on us to make it 35-13. I think it was a lot closer game than, than the score indicated. Um, you know, anytime you're in the fourth quarter um, against a quality opponent like that and you're within one score, you, you got to feel like, uh, you know, there's some things there to build on. And um, that's one thing about our team is – they're excited about Friday night. It's going to be a great environment and, you know, and, and we obviously know it's going to be a huge challenge, but uh, um, we're looking forward to, uh, to, to, you know, it's playoff time. You're going to play good teams. So we just happen to play Olathe North again. Coach, what problems did their defense present to you two weeks ago in week eight that, that you're working to overcome this week? Yeah, they're, uh, they're very good up front, you know, so um, they, they control the line of scrimmage on, especially in the first half. And, um, we made some minor adjustments at halftime that, that our kids really executed very well in the second half. So um, we have to do a better job of controlling the line of scrimmage early in the game. And um, they're, they have a Mike linebacker that, that, that just is just a tremendous player. And, and he, uh, he, he makes a lot of tackles and um, he's hard to block, you know, so um, he, he's sideline to sideline. He's tough and um, he, he's, he's, uh, he's very challenging for us to block. And well, you know, we, we have to design some in, in scheme that a little bit better and, um, as coaches and hopefully put our kids in better situations to um, just, you know, we run flex bone, So we just have to nitpick them. You know, we have to go get those five yards and get back in the huddle and, and just be consistent with it and don't get frustrated with not creating big plays and control the clock and, and all those fun things that running teams do. Well, coach, it should be a fantastic game. Good luck. And we appreciate you taking time with us. We appreciate you having me. Thank you. All right. That was Olathe Northwest coach, Aaron Hafner. He's got a Remax. Big three game as they head to play Olathe North. Let's go ahead and bring in a coach from one of our other REMAX big three games and might be the biggest game of the season in Class 4A, depending on who you talk to, uh, Rod Stahlbomber. We got him from Baser Linwood. They're hosting St. James. And, Coach, you guys sit as the number one seed, and you're playing the defending champions in round two who, who look a lot like defending champions and don't look a lot like an eight seed. Um, it's kind of the way it shook out this year. This could be, I don't know, a de facto somewhat state championship game in some people's eyes. This is a huge game. You guys are playing well. They're playing well. I don't know if it gets much better than this in the second round. This is probably one of the best second-round games ever. 
Uh, no, I think uh, I mean I think you're right. I think they're they're playing really really well. <laughs> I know that uh, their record is not a good indication of uh, how, how good they are. They play a tough schedule and uh, they got a lot of athletes and and Coach Racky does a good job with them. So yeah, it's, we're expecting a really big game. Coach, I want to ask you a question about one of your athletes. I want to ask you a question about Zach Sizemore. Tell us what intangible things he brings to the table in a game like this. Uh, you know, Zach's, Zach's a great kid, a great football player. I think that's maybe the best way to describe him is he's just a football player. Uh, he's humble. He's confident. Um, he's got some of the best vision as a running back that uh, I've ever coached. So, you know, Pittsburgh game here a couple weeks ago, we went for it on fourth and one three times, a couple times deep in our own territory, and it was never even a question because Zach was going to get us two yards or more. And uh, now he's kind of the heart and soul of our football team. Uh, our offense is built around him and his skill set. Um, He's just – he's on all, almost all of our special teams, running down the field, making tackles on kickoffs. Um, he, he's a great kid, great football player. Well, when you look at a team like St. James that uh, is is now explosive on offense, uh, it took them a few weeks to get going, but once they got going, they, they're they dangerous with the quarterback and the receivers and the, the, the tailback has stepped up in the last few weeks and they've got good size on the line. Your team this year looks like a team that's designed to compete and beat a team like that. You play great defense. You run the ball. You throw it when you need to. You, you, you've got um, a lot of those intangibles there. Is this kind of just a great matchup of styles going at each other? Uh, we hope so. <laughs> you know, uh, absolutely. No, it, uh, we are very balanced offensively. I think we have the ability to do whatever we need to offensively. Uh, our defense is playing a lot better. Uh, I like the athletes we got in the secondary. If we can read our keys and keep the ball in front of us, um, I think that's going to be the big thing is that uh, – you know, they've got some really good athletes over there capable of making really big plays. If we can minimize the big plays um, and and turn it into a ball control type of game, I think that favors us for sure. Coach, would you say that your secondary is the strength of your defense or do you like some other things equally as well as the secondary? Oh, I think our front seven's probably our, our strength, but uh, I feel like we've got uh, as good athletes in the secondary as we've had in a couple of years. Um, so I think we're definitely capable on the back end as well. But uh, now our, our front seven's where we've got the most returners, and uh, they've they've been the heart and soul of our defense. We've got a lot of three-year starters in that front seven. So, um, you know, just when you play a team like St. James, I mean, their ability to throw the ball, and their offense is really predicated around the pass, and they run it really well as well, but I think they use the pass to set up the run. So, um, I think it's just really important that our secondary plays well on Friday. Can you can you get to house? I know they're a quick get the ball out quick type team. Do you feel like you can get pressure on him? Is it a you try to get pressure with four, you know four or five in the front and and have more guys flooded in the zone or or is there a, is it a, not without giving everything away? Is, it, is there, are you gonna are you gonna try to play? I mean, is it what what how do you attack that uh, air raid quick out style? Yeah, what time's this interview air? Eight thirty, nine o'clock on Friday. <laughs> okay, there you go. Perfect. Uh, no, they do get the ball out quick, and they scheme you up. Uh, they, you know, they got a really good quick game package, and so I think you gotta have to get pressure with your front three, front four, um, I, because they're gonna pick you apart if you don't. So um, it, it's definitely one where you know you need to be able to cover a lot of it space because they do a really good job of stretching you horizontally and reading your linebackers, reading your underneath players, and then. Uh, with the Neeson kid and, and even with Claiborne both, they can get you deep if you try to creep up. So, um, yeah, I, I think you got you, you better hope you get pressure with your front three, front four. Coach, I know you don't want to punt the ball, but in the event that you do have to punt the ball, does your punter have the ability to change the field position? Uh, yeah, Cole Swans kind of emerges our punter this year. Uh, we run a shield punt, so so we have you know a lot of guys on the last scrimmage getting ready to sprint down the field right away, and he's done a really good job. Uh, Pittsburgh game, he flipped the field, pinned him inside the five one time. 
Um, we've got some pretty fast guys as a result on our punt team because we don't have to, you know, kick slide and try to block in a big pile. We spread them out and they're able to just go and get down the field. And so, um, you know, punting game, you know, as no one have to do it very often, but we do feel pretty comfortable with where we're at with that for sure. Offensively, you know, you talked about Zach earlier, uh, being able to attack their, you know, their defense with a run game. How, what do they do to try and slow you down run wise? I mean, what are, what are the things you guys are going to have to be really, really good and clean in? Uh, you know, number 75, they're Wade Spencer. He's one of the best defensive linemen I've seen on film, uh, especially at the 4A level for a long time. Uh, he reminds me a lot of the Ethan, Ethan Kramer kid from Mill Valley last year. I got a chance to coach him in the Shrine Bowl. And, um, you know, Spencer's equally as disruptive. Uh, he's in the backfield. You watch film. He's in the backfield more than the opposing running back is probably. Um, and, and so getting him blocked and neutralized in, in the run game is going to be important and in the pass game for that matter. I mean, uh, I joke he might be their best secondary player because he takes away their intermediate pass game because if you can't pass protect for more than two seconds, he's going to he'll be in the backfield and minimize any long throws. So um, I think that's going to be crucial right there is getting him blocked. Um, they switch up their fronts a lot. They'll play an odd front and an even front, and they'll mix it up in-game even. Uh, so it'll be really important that our offensive line communicates their calls and uh, is able to adjust to what they throw at you. Well, Coach, it should be a fantastic game. Good luck, and we appreciate you taking time with us. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right, that's Baser Linwood, Coach Rod Stahlbomber. He's got a REMAX Big 3 game as they host St. James. When we come back, we'll talk with Shawnee Mission Northwest Coach Bo Black and our own Adam Burns. Listen to Preps KC's football Friday night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I listen to you time and time again. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. When you're looking for a real estate agent, you want someone who has all the knowledge, has the right tools, dots all the eyes. Someone good enough to throw a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for Remax. You need an agent who has all the answers, understands the numbers, and sees all the possibilities. When you're looking for an agent who knows all their stuff, from for sale to sold, my pick is Remax. And relax, they've done it a million times. Start your search today with the Remax app, each office independently owned and operated. Price Chopper is rewarding you with amazing savings. Download the My Price Chopper app to find all of this week's offers, plus plenty of other great ways to save, like coupons, rewards, and so much more. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. I'm attorney Mike DePasquale. I played linebacker. I won a state championship. I played Division I ball. I know a thing or two about winning. A winning attitude starts with confidence. My law firm is so confident in what we do that if we take your injury case and we don't win, you don't pay us a dime. So if you've been hurt, call me. My team wants to win for you. I've got this. Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816 Mike's got this. Your computer system on the job, how's that working for you? Your home entertainment system, still enjoying it? You can thank an electrician. My name is Milton Johnson, and I am proud to be a union master electrician with Local 124. You can learn a real skill and earn a great living in the building and construction trades. Be the best. Be one of us. Find out how at beunion.com. B-E-Y-O-U-N-I-O-N.com.
The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Wamsgans, and a program like this wouldn't be possible without a partner like the University of Kansas Health System. Sports Medicine and Performance Center at the University of Kansas Health System treats any sports injury to any member of your team, whether it's your back, knee, hip, shoulder, or a concussion, see the same experts who care for the Royals and Chiefs. Learn more at sportsmedicine.kansashealthsystem.com. Com. And of course, they've got their walk-in clinics going for another couple of weeks here in November uh, for the fall sports. And those are on Saturday mornings. Of course, they have extended hours Monday through Friday to help treat any injury you may have, whether you're a high school athlete or just a, a weekend warrior, they'll get you pointed in the right direction. All right, let's go ahead and get back in the football and bring in a coach from one of our REMAX Big Three games, Shawnee Mission Northwest coach, Bo Black. And coach, uh, you got Olathe West this week. Uh, just a I like this game. You guys both have good offenses. have been really good programs over the last few years. Uh, this is just a good Sunflower League matchup. Um, you're both playing really well. And I think that's all you can really ask for when you're heading into the playoffs, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's all you can ask for. And, and you know, um, not very often do you get a, a second chance or a rematch in, in a game that was really close and disappointing to our kids. So, um, you know, when we saw the matchup, our, our kids were excited for it. I'm sure their kids are too. It should be a really good game. Coach, talk to us for just a few minutes about the number of players that you have that start both offensively and defensively and who those guys are and how they are key to both their your offense and your defense. Well, we have two kids that really never come off the field. Kale Farkas is our center, and he's also a, a defensive lineman for us. And uh, he started for us on the offensive line as a freshman at, at a – uh, an offensive tackle position and, and starting last year really hasn't been off the field in two years. So uh, he's a vital part of what we do up front. And then um, the, the other kid that never gets enough credit is Caden Pennywell and Caden Pennywell is an outside linebacker for us and a left guard. And uh, he's on kickoff return. And um, he's the first one. Uh, if you're asking for a 11 man scout team to show the opponent's <laughs> punt, he's the first one to run out there and, uh, he does a lot of things for us. So those two guys um, are, are both a vital part of, of what we're doing both ways. Offensively, and you, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, um, replaced a, a lot of different people uh, from a, a real senior-laden team last year. But really, the last few weeks especially, have the, you guys have just gotten better. Blake Reeder, your quarterback's playing fantastic. And um, Malik Oedis has done a, uh, a great job for you and, and been a dynamic player. Uh, how fun is it to see these kids just grow as you've gone on this season? Uh, it, it's always fun and, and you're, you never quite get there um, all the time, but even last night at practice, we're, we're finishing up and you're just kind of watching these kids and, you know, they understand what you're trying to do and they, they like what they're doing and they enjoy being around each other. And uh, they played a good, a, a really good pace. And yeah, Blake readers come a long way and, you know, we're, we're getting beat at game one and, and Blake's been our tight end for two. And he'd hate for me to tell the story, I'm sure, but you know, he comes over the sideline. He goes, I, I just don't think I can do this. And I'm like, well, there's nobody else really that can do it. <laughs> He's really grown into the 
grown into the part and, and taken on some leadership throughout the offense. And he's done a fabulous job for us leading our offense. Coach, when you look at Olathe West and you look at the things they do offensively, what problems do they present to you guys defensively? Well, you, anytime the quarterback can run, you're, you're at the slight disadvantage. You're one short on defense, and, and their quarterback runs as good as anybody that we've seen all year. Um, you know, just a great athlete. And it, it used to be uh, he was kind of the counterpunch to the running back number 15. And, uh, you know, it really seemed, and 15 still a great player and someone that we have to stop. But, you know, we, we got a lot of focus on number 12. Um, whether the play is designed for him or he's pulling it on the backside of a counter zone play. And um, so he, he makes, he makes it difficult defensively being able to, to stop the run. Is it just, it's not necessarily option football, but um, with the zone reset they do, is it still just being really assignment sound on defense and, and making sure you get a hat on everybody? Yeah. You know, to an extent, it's kind of, you know, there's so many teams in our league anymore and, and in the area that run flex bone, you know, and they put you in a position where, <laughs> you know, one person has to tackle the dive and one person has to be assigned to the quarterback and one person has to run to the pitch. And, you know, late the West does that to you in, in a, a different way, but you know, if the first pet and he's very elusive and if the first person misses the tackle on the quarterback, you're in trouble. I had an opportunity to see you guys play twice during the first half of the season, and I was extremely impressed with your secondary, particularly how your secondary tackled. Are they still playing that well, and are they a key to you stopping their offense? Yeah, I think they are the biggest biggest key to doing that, and, and they continue to get better, and, and we have some kids that have been uh, beat up uh, all year that, that are starting to, to uh, come around and be healthy. And, and the first time we played Olathe West, uh, you know, we got into the fourth quarter and we had a kid that was already missing the game, a kid that went out with a concussion, uh, two kids that were cramping. And, and uh, you know, we just fell short in the fourth quarter and, um, you know, feel like that group's a, a group that's really continued to get better and, and has, to be, has to be good on Friday night for sure, yes. Coach, what's it say about your program that you, you graduated a good group last year and you're kind of right back in the same spot you were uh, this year and, and kids stepping in? Is it, is it, does it feel like – uh, you're, you're really kind of getting the, the kids that have that expectation of playing well and, and being ready for big playoff games and, and ready to go kind of deep if you can. Well, I, I think the first thing that it says is that we do have a program. And, you know, it took a long time to build a program where kids understand that you have to be in the weight room in January and February and March, and you have to be here in the summer and June and July and uh, take a part of it. And it's a year-round process anymore. And, um, you know, that that's the case here like it is at – at all programs. And yeah. And then you have kids that expect to win and, and want to win and do the things that it takes to win. And we base our program around, you know, four simple things that we talk about all the time. And, you know, for a long time, we just talked about it, but now the, the things show up when we talk about relentless effort and accountability and respect and a competitive spirit. And, um, you know, they're not just things that we talk about anymore. They're things that are uh, showing up in the weight room and in the classroom and on the practice field. And, and then obviously on Friday night. Well, Coach, it should be a fantastic game. Good luck, and we appreciate you taking time with us. That should be a good one, guys. Thanks again, like always. That was Shawnee Mission Northwest Coach Bo Black. All right, let's go ahead and move on and bring in our own Adam Burns. And, Adam, you've got a big one this week. Some might call it the de facto state championship game in Class 4A is St. James, who is uh, the defending champs and ranked fourth, go to the number one ranked uh, baser, Linwood. And um, you'd say it's be easy to say that no one's playing better than St. James, but baser has lost, so I don't know how, how that equates to that. Uh, this is one that we didn't know when we'd see it, but we thought we might, and here we are, and it's only week two of the playoffs. 
Yeah, no, I was thinking the same thing. Uh, about two or three weeks ago, I was I was in Baser with a family friend, and I said, "Hey, you know, just down the road, uh, St. James might be might be coming here very soon." And uh, you know, here we are, week two of the playoffs, and I think it's happening sooner than people would have liked. But um, yeah, it's going to be super interesting uh, to see, you know, how how it all how it all happens. But you know, I I think it's going to come down to defense here. I think whoever plays the best defensively and um, you know, whoever can get a, a turnover um, here or there, I think is going to come out victorious. Um, it's going to be super interesting. Adam, what do you like about this year's St. James team uh, compared to last year? And how do you, what do you like going into this game against an undefeated baser? Yeah, just the experience they have up front um, on the offensive line and, and really the defensive line too has looked, has looked good in spurts this, this season. Uh, they're just super physical. Um, and, and it seems like when, when St. James is at its best this year, which has been lately, um, it's it's because of those those guys up front moving around bodies, you know, and that can, you know, if they're if they're good and, and they're driving guys back all game long, that can really wear down, um, you know, opposition. So it, it I think it's going to come down to defense and how well um, St. James and or Baser can can do on the offensive and defensive lines uh, because. You know, we, we know St. James has, has gotten better uh, through the year and um, even on the ground a little bit here lately. Um, but um, it's, yeah, I, I guess that's just what I would say in comparison to last year because, you know, a lot of attention was on LeJames White for good reason um, last season. And it's, it's just going to uh, – but this year it's more of a, of a collective um, offensive attack um, as well. So we'll see. It's going to be very – can be very fun. Yeah, I think that's you know what I've seen. You know, you, you saw him last week against Lewisburg, and that's a solid Lewisburg team that was playing good football, and they dismantled him. And you know, Coach Racky told me before the season started, he's like, you know, we got more size. I like my line. I remember one play from the state championship game that kind of encapsulated where they were on the offensive line last year when Jimmy White got stuck behind the line, uh, 10, 15 yards, ran around back there, and then busted around the outside for. A, uh, I would think it was about a 60-yard t- touchdown run, but it really he went about 85 or 90 by the time he was uh, moving around. That, and that's just the difference this year. They don't, they don't need that. I mean, Jackson House has got a lot of time. He's got receivers. Their running game is solid because they've got a good offense, you know, a line-driven uh, running game, and, and that's kind of the difference there. Defensively, they're playing pretty well too. Exactly. You know, and that's been part of how they've, you know, reeled off five straight wins after starting the season 0-4. You know, defensively, they've had to come together, and I think after those those tough those tough times early in the season, um, I think they really had to take a look at themselves. And sure, they were playing obviously a very difficult uh, schedule to start the year in the EKL, and uh, they really had to kind of look at themselves in the mirror and say, okay, what what kind of defense do we want to be? What do we need to do differently? Um, you know, and they've really turned the corner for the better. Um, so, yeah, it's. You know, and it's it's it'll be interesting because you know obviously uh, Miege and St. James have have ruled the East uh, for a minute or two here, and you know Baser's going to be hungry, and those other schools in the mix are are going to be very interested to see if if that streak ends this year, and it very well could. You know, it, it's it's going to happen eventually. You know, it, this can't last forever, right? Um, but but you know, I I think this. This year, um, a public school has a pretty good chance to um, to kind of take over the East. But of course, you know, you, you beat St. James here, and um, you know, you might have uh, Biege looming. So, um, 
if, if there's a year, I'm not saying this is the year, but uh, Baser's got a good football team, and obviously they're undefeated for a reason, um, and they, they can do some damage. So um, we'll just have to wait and see. Dion, not ever having had the privilege of seeing a game at Baser Linwood, kind of describe the atmosphere at oh. Baser Linwood and what will the size of the crowd be? What's the capacity there? Oh, I'd yeah, say, give me ready. Give me ready for that, Dion. Well, first, first off, it's a great atmosphere, and I've seen both both ways. I saw Sumner win there in 2010, which was a huge upset, um, and, and that crowd was crazy. And I've also been there for um, another game where Baser won the playoffs. I thought they, I think they beat Eudora, but I could be wrong. Um, that's been several several years ago, but uh, no, it's a great atmosphere. It's a it's a smaller stadium. It's a 4A stadium, but uh, the the visiting stands usually teams will you know St. James will bring a ton. Um, it's a great atmosphere. They've got a, they've done a lot of work to their just sports park, so to speak. They've got turf baseball. That whole feel is great. Um, they're, I mean, Baser is one of my favorite places to go and just do stuff. I mean, Rod Stahlbaumer is a great guy. The people who are, um, run that, the, the AD and the principals, they're very welcoming people and, um, they like their team. And I, you know, you're right. I think if any Baser, you know, we liked Tong and Oxy a little last year. We've liked, um, DeSoto when they were in 4A and they got, you know, whipped by me Asian in the semifinal. I think this baser team might be closer to than than any of these others to the to the private schools, and I, I like their chance. You know, Zach Sizemore, their tailback is outstanding, and, and that you know, good tailback, good defense, and also oh, they can throw the ball too. You know, they've only given up more than twenty points twice, and twenty seven is the most they gave up to Pittsburgh a few weeks ago. So that says a lot about that defense right there against some teams that can score. I mean, center was hanging forty and fifty on people, and they held them to twenty one. So I, I think I definitely think it's going to be a a big time chess match battle tonight. Yeah, for sure, and and um, it's going to be my first experience out there, so I appreciate that rundown. Um, <laughs> that 2010 you, uh, game you referenced, I would have been a junior, Dion, <laughs> you know, in high school myself. So, and I remember those athletes over there. Um, I used to compete against them in baseball, and um, yeah, I, I don't remember specifically them losing that game, but I, I knew that they had a lot of talent over there. Um, they had the, the twins that played basketball and football were on that team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Their names are <laughs> escaping me. But they yeah, they're really escaping good. me. Yeah. They were juniors on that team. But, no, it's, it should be a great game, Adam, and uh, looking forward to seeing your stuff Friday night. Yep. Thanks, guys. All right. That's our own Adam Burns. When we come back, we're going to talk with GoPowerCat.com's Ryan Wallace. Listen to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Points, cash, gear, sports. With a Dick Scorecard, you earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick Scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. Price Chopper is rewarding you with amazing savings. Download the My Price Chopper app to find all of this week's offers, plus plenty of other great ways to save, like coupons, rewards, and so much more. 
Like baseball, real estate is a numbers game, and you need an agent that understands the numbers. Numbers like two Cy Youngs, the 1985 championship MVP, and throwing a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for REMAX. REMAX agents have all the experience and the knowledge to take you from for sale to sold. They understand the numbers and can help you through the process. Relax, they've done it a million times. It's why no one in the world sells more real estate. Start your search today with the REMAX app, each office independently owned and operated. Hi, Cheese fans. This is Clark Hunt. If you have an urgent orthopedic or sports injury, the University of Kansas Health System can see you quickly. They've added extended hours during the week and have a Saturday morning walk-in clinic. Your orthopedic and sports injuries deserve champion treatment from the experts who treat the Chiefs. Request an appointment at kansashealthsystem.com slash sportsmedicine. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Closo, joined as always by the coach, Harold Walmsgons. And a program like this wouldn't be possible with a great partner like BeUnion.com. They were the sponsor of the BeUnion.com Game of the Week for the first 10 weeks of the season. We appreciate all everything they did. And the schools that won the BeUnion.com Game of the Week got $250 each from those schools. And they're also a sponsor of the All-Star Game, which will be Back in June again and looking forward to that. It's always a good time. Put on by the Greater Kansas City Football Coaches Association. And if you're interested in the trade unions, go to beunion.com. It is a great career after you're done with high school or even just sometime midlife. Something looking for a change, a great career with the trade unions. We appreciate everything they do for high school football. All right, let's go ahead and get back in the football and bring in gopowercat.com's Ryan Wallace. And uh, Ryan, you took the week off and uh, it's a good week to take off. It's <laughs> the first week games are, are kind of tough on both sides of the state line. We did have some good games out there. Um, but pretty much everything went to form. There wasn't really any huge upsets on either side, especially Kansas side when you play 116. Um, I think the um, we, the one game that stands out to me, and, and Coach, I haven't told you about this yet, uh, Mill Valley against Topeka Highland Park. Topeka Highland Park showed up with 22 players. Um, Mick Schaefer counted uh, 13 fans, and they wanted to play with a running clock the entire time. Topeka Highland Park did. And then they got a kid hurt with three minutes to go before the half that they had to come out and it was like a cushion, but they were, you know, stabilizing and that kind of stuff. So then they just went ahead and went to halftime and then they just ended the game. There is your shining example of why we don't need one sixteen. Uh, you know, Harmon at least finished their game against right, North right. Northwest, but yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely the one sixteen. The Mill Valley Topeka Highland Park was the shining example of why that doesn't need to happen. <laughs> yeah, so you're not you're not putting a lot of uh, we're not going to make big news out of like one of the lone upsets being Bishop Miege as a ten seed. We're talking about <laughs> no, and that was a good game. That was a pretty right. that was a pretty good game. And 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 Tonganoxie was sneaky solid this year. I mean, that's a, we'll start right there in four A, and that's okay. a team that that uh, you know had played pretty well this year, and and they're done in the first round uh, to Miege, but uh, no, they. They were they were battling with Miege right there, and I think it says a lot about Tonganoxie, but Miege took care of their business. 
this week we've got St. James and Basher Lumen. We talked a ton about that game uh, with uh, Adam before, but now you're starting to see some good games. You got Piper Paola and some things like that out there. Well, and, and just sticking with Miege real quick on the bottom half of that east side in 4A, I mean, that uh, is a game that, you know, I'm, I'm quietly intrigued by. Um, just to see, this is such a different scenario for John Holmes and the Stags to be in. Uh, they beat, you know, kind of like you said, a, a salty, solid Tonganoxy program by two scores last week, but now they got to go on the road and it is a road trip for <laughs> um, to Chanute and, and Chanute over the course of the last few years um, has been very, very productive in Southeast Kansas. And they've had um, some, I, I guess, if you want to say this, some above average athletes um, that you don't really see coming out of that area. I mean, Ty Bowman is one um, that K-State was thrilled to get and, and he's been getting on the field with the Wildcats. And I know they have a couple guys right now that, you know, they feel very confident, can play at the next level. So, you know, Bishop Miege against a Chanute team that's only lost one game, you know, that'll be an interesting one. Uh, I think Eudora is primed to get to advance past Atchison. I just don't think the Redmen have seen anything close to what Eudora will put on the table um, athletically, even though they're five and four. Paola and Piper, you know, is going to be just a good old-fashioned <laughs> frontier league just – bruised and battered and bloody kind of game and that that one will be fun but guys we've been talking about baser and st james since this bracket came out and uh, i will be heading down to the andover area to watch andover and hayes and uh, also get a quick glimpse a brief glimpse of andover central and a preferred walk-on that k-state just offered and isaac sheeran their defensive end so i again will be away from the city but as i said last week if there was a game in the city that i would be at this week, it would be Baser Linwood and, and St. James. I think that is going to be arguably one of the most fun contests out there on paper. Ryan, you're much more intelligent about this than I am, but think about this in class six Derby. Obviously they're the defending state champion, but it appears to me in class six on the Kansas side, it's a short season right now. We're into a short season. It's one, two or three games to go. It looks to me like there's eight or nine teams in class six that with one loss, two losses that in a short season could make a run and be state champions. If you put together for three weeks, I mean, there's a lot of good teams in class six. Well, and you know, coach, I, I think back to Derby is so powerful um, that even Derby can intimidate a free state or a Manhattan or a Junction City or Lawrence, some um, schools that typically aren't used to being put in that situation. And I think back to, you know, what Chris Kleiman has said at Kansas State when he was at North Dakota State about when they used to go and, and beat Power Five and FBS opponents is you know, half the, the battle is getting your kids to not be intimidated during pregame, just when the other team shows up in their jerseys. Um, and like you said, there's some good teams in 6A. Washburn Rural is a, is a good team. Um, you know, they've beaten Manhattan, and that's Manhattan's only loss. Manhattan's a good team. Uh, Junction City, Lawrence, again, you're looking at teams, like you said, Coach, one and two losses. I think the difference is going to be, again, not that those teams don't have the 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 components to compete. Um, because as I said, when I saw Derby earlier this year, it's not like they are some all-star squad. I mean, Dylan Edwards is kind of in a, in a league of his own, but the rest of that team for the most part uh, is just a really, really, really sound high school football team. They're not, um, you know, a bunch of guys like, you know, we've seen here in the city with some of the teams that North has put out blue Valley North has put out there in the past, um, you know, I think to some of the teams that Aquinas has had, 
um, at least uh, along the offensive line. They're not just littered with power five type players on that Derby squad. So I, I do think that they're looking at 6A in the West. There are some schools that can compete with Derby. It's going to be, can you get your mindset to believe that, you know, at the opening kick and throughout the game? Well, and the 6A West had what was, I mean, maybe I shouldn't be that stunned, but Gardner Edgerton beating Dodge City. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Gardner had struggled all season long and had played a little better down the stretch, but they they handled them. I mean, 41 to 20. And then, and I know Dodge City's not any great shakes, but that for all three of the teams to go over and get wins in the West side in week one says a lot about, I think, uh, you know, maybe we should think a little bit more about that middle bottom part of the Sunflower League. That's exactly what I was going to say, Dion, is I think maybe that's not just a, a testament to, you know, Gardner Edgerton peaking at the right time, that staff having those guys uh, in the right frame of mind after a long road trip like that. I saw they, what, they pit stopped in Newton to do a walkthrough. I mean, when you're pit stopping in Newton to do a walkthrough, uh, that's a long road trip. But yeah, I think it speaks volumes to the Sunflower League this year. And, and you're looking at, you know, even in the 6A in the East, there's Olathe North, there's Olathe South, Olathe Northwest, Olathe West. Uh, Shawnee Mission Northwest. I mean, granted, a lot of the the teams in the East are going to be Sunflower League teams, but uh, teams that are are winning records and teams that are, are really competing with each other, there wasn't a runaway, real runaway favorite in that league this year. And now we're kind of seeing why, because yeah. the middle uh, of that league was really, really strong. Yeah, Olathe South went over Blue Valley North uh, last Thursday night was something of like that. I mean, uh, it kind of played right into Olathe, what Olathe South wanted to do and um, Blue Valley North showed that yes, they could throw the ball, but they they can't. They at this point were unable to do much else. Their defense wasn't great. Um, they could not run the ball. And, and Henry Martin, as fantastic of a passer as he is, is not a dual threat guy. And so you can let him stand back there for six seconds and try and find someone open. If you got eight on three, it's it's hard to do. <laughs> no doubt about that. Well, and I, real quick on 6A, Dion, I think it's interesting, you know, early on we were talking about last week how there weren't a lot of compelling matchups on paper in the first round. And maybe even in the second round, if you're looking just off records, maybe not a lot of, of attention like you see a, a St. James and a Baser or anything like that. But, you know, now you have Olathe South that's maybe peaking at the right time. They've got some confidence beating Blue Valley North. I don't know how much weather impacted that. Yeah. Uh, let's see what they do against Blue Valley Northwest. You know, Olathe Northwest, Shawnee Mission Northwest, two teams that, you know, feel like they're peaking at the right time. And, and then you've got Blue Valley and Blue Valley West, which is just a huge rivalry game, or it was when I was a Tiger. <laughs> um, and I would imagine it still, still is. is. <laughs> yeah, to some extent when you've got Josh Korkemeyer, former Tiger, leading the, leading the Jags. And keep in mind that that was a, a matchup through here, what, three, four weeks ago where Blue Valley needed 14 points in the fourth quarter uh, to get over the hump and really kind of put that game away. So, again, on paper in 6A, um, it might not look like it's going to be that fun, but I think from here on out, at least in the east side of that bracket, and, and like Coach was saying, maybe even out west, uh, 6A is going to get more and more fun. Yeah, and, and 5A, though, as we jump down to there, uh, Mill Valley, you know, we, we talked about what they did with Highland Park. Um, they've got Shawnee Heights and that they've got to be Shawnee Heights is a pretty solid team. I, I think that, that they did a pretty good job in that UKC this year. The one that gets me is I, I want to know what advantage does Blue Valley Southwest have going through the EKL versus a Seaman team that looks pretty solid. That's the one that kind of, to me, says a lot right there. And then it's also the same thing to Soto Pittsburgh, similar type deal. You know, Pittsburgh's they've done better on their schedule than they have in the past um, when they used to be playing Fort Scott and Chanute and those teams and then they come up here and get beat. Um, those are the two games I want to see, you know, outside teams against local teams. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's safe to say, and this isn't, you know, no disrespect to Shawnee Heights, no disrespect to the the season that Spring Hill has had, but I think, you know, again, when you're just looking at it on paper, I, I think Mill Valley and Aquinas feel like pretty confident <laughs> teams that, that you can uh, figure might advance, but, you know, crazier things have happened. But those other two two games that you mentioned, you know, Seaman and Southwest is interesting because Topeka Seaman coming into this year was a, a team that, I know some people out in, in north central Kansas and maybe even out in western Kansas that really have a good pulse of, of the state at, at this level at 5A were talking to me a lot about, hey, what do you think of this Topeka Seaman team? Because they have some guys on this roster that can go play at the next level and do so. We're talking at an FCS type of level. They've got some good players, but you know, I'm interested to see Southwest has a couple players too now. Uh, they're three and six, but – um, the defensive lineman, uh, they've got Zach Atkins, a six, four wide receiver. That's getting some FCS and even some power five preferred walk on interest. Uh, they've gone through the gauntlet blue Valley Southwest is, is kind of become in a way what, what St. James has kind of done in four a they're kind of becoming that in five a where you just got to disregard the record because they end up coming and playing when it comes to five a competition, when they're not playing blue Valley, blue Valley North and et cetera. Uh, this will be interesting. Again, another one that's a, a little bit of a lengthy road trip, but I, I wouldn't wouldn't put it past uh, the T Wolves to get past Seaman, even though I think the Vikings have a good team. And then you know Pittsburgh DeSoto, uh, gosh, that that again we talked about you know that feeling like a Frontier League game. That kind of has that that same <laughs> type of feel. I think Pittsburgh's got some really really good athletes. I mean, above average you know, top tier athletes at the 5A level, maybe even across the state. Um, they've got uh, Turnbull that's the tight end that I think is going to be a division one type guy that'll get a lot of attention here over the off season. Caden Barber is a fantastic running back um, with speed to burn. I'm interested to see kind of how DeSoto plans to limit Pittsburgh's uh, offense, but uh, that, that should be a really good matchup. And, and I think either one of those teams that come, come out of that side, I'm very intrigued to see what kind of game they give Aquinas because I do think they can give, uh, you know, Randy Dryling's team a, a bit of a, a of a, a more competitive game than they're used to seeing in that sectional round. Ryan, in Class Five, who do you like on the west side of the state? Well, you know, when I saw Derby, when I saw Derby play Mays, coach, it, it was it was something to behold. I think when Mays is clicking, they're as, as good as it gets on that side. Um, you know, I think. Cape and I know is the one seed. They don't do anything that just overly wows me. Uh, I'll be interested to see, maybe not necessarily this week, but how they kind of look against maybe a Wichita Northwest or even a Salina Central that that has quietly gone seven and two this season. Um, Andover and Hayes is a, is the game that I'll see the majority of this Friday. Hayes obviously has Jaron Canick. They've got a number of kids that that can play at the college level but they haven't been overly impressive uh, this year as a team. They, they squeaked by Eisenhower. They, they kind of find ways to win. If Andover can limit Jaron Canick, you know, I think that'll be the key to beating Hayes. But I look at that Mays Bishop Carroll game on the bottom there uh, as being, you know, maybe the de facto five, a semi or five, a West semifinals. Carroll's coming off that overtime win against Hutch, a 500 Hutchinson team that they just did not look good playing. And maybe they got caught up looking ahead at Mays. Um, Mays ends up beating uh, Newton by 30. I, I think if Mays plays the game that they're capable of playing, they should win. But Bishop Carroll's that team that 
you know, they've been in these situations. They've proven that they can advance as they did last year or last week. And uh, they will not be afraid, I guess, of what Mays puts on the field. So that to me is probably the one to watch in 5A West. And that, that to me feels like the winner of that one, I would give the edge to advance all the way to the 5A finals. And Wichita Northwest is still out there too. I'm just kind of wondering about them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they're younger. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but that's the, that's the, they, they don't bring back a lot of experience off the teams that went to back to back to back state championship. Yeah. Right. But as coaches alluded to, you know, you're going week to week right now. And as yeah. long as you can keep those young guys confident and, and not maybe get ahead of themselves and you just go week to week, you know, there, there's absolutely the possibility that we see the Grizzlies right back in Pittsburgh again. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Ryan, it's going to be a great week. We're looking forward to talking, talking with you again next week. Yeah, look forward to it. Thank you, guys. All right, that is gopowercat.com. It's Ryan Wallace. He also does a lot of great work for us. All right, that wraps up our Kansas Hour. When we come back, we will jump across the state line and talk all things Missouri. Listen to Preps KC's football Friday night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen, and I'm proud of my baseball career. I've been very fortunate to receive many accolades, including being named to the All-Star Team three times. When you need to sell a home, you want the best. That's the REMAX agent. Real estate all-stars that put in the time, have the dedication, and hustle to take you from for sale to sold. That's REMAX. And don't worry, they've done this a million times. Start your search today with the REMAX app. Each office independently owned and operated. Your computer system on the job, how's that working for you? Your home entertainment system, still enjoying it? You can thank an electrician. My name is Milton Johnson, and I am proud to be a union master electrician with Local 124. You can learn a real skill and earn a great living in the building and construction trades. Be the best. Be one of us. Find out how at beunion.com. B-E-Y-O-U-N-I-O-N.com. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Points, cash, gear, sports. With a Dick Scorecard, you earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick Scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. Price Chopper is rewarding you with amazing savings. Download the My Price Chopper app to find all of this week's offers, plus plenty of other great ways to save, like coupons, rewards, and so much more. Hi, Cheese fans. This is Clark Hunt. If you have an urgent orthopedic or sports injury, the University of Kansas Health System can see you quickly. They've added extended hours during the week and have a Saturday morning walk-in clinic. Your orthopedic and sports injuries deserve champion treatment from the experts who treat the Chiefs. Request an appointment at kansashealthsystem.com slash sportsmedicine. 